The Dental Practice Fixers podcast is brought to you by the Meadow Center for Dental Practice Success. To find out how we can help increase the success of your practice, check out meadow.com or call us at 1-800-258-0060. That's a very sensitive subject. That's what we're going to be talking about today, actually, in our Mystery Shopper Calls, a very sensitive subject. And you'll see what I mean in just a minute. Hey there, I'm Dr. Richard Maddow. I'm your host today on the Dental Practice Fixers Podcast. Thanks so much for being here. It is truly my pleasure, my honor to have you here with us. Or as Bob Lefsitz would say, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. So whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on one of the many podcast apps available, I'm so glad that you decided to spend a few minutes with us today. And if you're on YouTube, you can hit the subscribe button, or if you're on your podcast app, you can feel free to subscribe there. That way you will not miss an episode. So thanks so much for being here. We get a lot of questions at the Dental Practice Fixers podcast, and you can send your questions to info at matto.com, I-N-F-O at matto.com, or rich, R-I-C-H at matto.com, whatever works best for you. And we try to answer every single question that we get. Usually they're, they're uh, personal emails that we send back, but sometimes when we get a bunch of the same question, um, we read them live on the air, so to speak. So I'm going to just read a few questions today that we seem to have been getting a lot of. I'm not saying I always have the answers, but if these are the questions, it's probably on your mind as well. So um, let's read a few questions that we've been getting at the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. Okay, one is about the COVID-19 vaccine. And people are asking, um, can I, I'm using the word force. I don't know if that's right. Can I require all my team members to get the COVID-19 vaccine? And That's a question that I can't really answer because I know laws differ from state to state. I know in some states, um, dental personnel are having trouble getting the COVID vaccine because they're running out. Here in the great state of Maryland, um, our local dental society got dentists and dental team members put on the 1A category, which means we are top of the list with all other healthcare providers. So, um, we, we were prioritized in Maryland. So that's fantastic. Dentists and dental team members can get their vaccines here in Maryland. I'm not sure what it's like in your state. I'd love to hear about it. Can you require your team? Can you require your team to do anything? I'm going to punt on that question because I'm going to say you need to check with your local authority rules and regs department to see if you can do that in your state. I'm not sure. But it, the reason I'm reading that is because it leads to the next question, and that is... Can we or should we tell our patients if or if not our team and team members have been vaccinated? I kind of put like four questions together there to read all as one. Some people are saying that that patients are calling and saying, has the doctor been vaccinated or has the team been vaccinated? So I have a couple ways of answering that. But first of all, let's remember that your vaccination history is protected by HIPAA. Uh, you are not required to tell anyone about anything in your health, your, your past illnesses, medications, vaccinations, permutations, um, citations, anything like that. You are not required to tell anybody about that is protected by HIPAA. Now, I'm going to suggest that if the entire team has been vaccinated, which personally, I hope that you have been, I think it's a great, great, great idea. And everybody gives their permission 
I'm going to say make a big deal out of it. Why not? I mean, sure, if somebody asks and you've got permission, say, of course, everybody on our team has been vaccinated. Um, you can bring it up in conversation. I'm not saying you should blast it all over social media. That's up to you how far you want to go with it. But if everyone's been vaccinated, and again, I hope they have been, or I hope they're planning to, and you have everyone's permission, I would feel free to, to, to your comfort level, let people know that your team, your doctor and team members have been vaccinated, have gotten the coronavirus vaccine. Now, what do you say if a patient calls and asks, or if they ask live, has your team or has my hygienist or has the doctor, has anyone been vaccinated? And either you don't have permission from that team member or you haven't been vaccinated, but you want to give it your best spin here, so to speak. So maybe you feel like um, it wouldn't be in your favor to say that you haven't been vaccinated. Sure, that's a possibility. I would say something like, well, honestly, that is protected info and, you know, that's protected information. It would be a HIPAA violation if I told you about um, any member of the team's medical history or vaccination history. By HIPAA, I'm not allowed to do that. But I can tell you this, we adhere to, not only adhere to, but go well beyond the Centers for Disease Control recommendations about not just um, COVID prevention, but prevention of any disease or illness um, being spread in our dental office. I can reassure you of that. And that's how I would take care of that. So again, if everyone's all shot up and they get permission, sure, tell people. I think it's a big plus. But if you don't have permission or if they haven't, you can reassure your patients that it's a HIPAA violation for you to discuss such things, but that you go above and beyond the CDC recommendations for um, disease prevention and transmission in your dental office. And you always have, even before COVID. So that's how I would take care of that one. Um, second question I'm going to talk about today is a question we get constantly. I feel like every week we get this question, and that is, are these mystery shopper calls real? For some reason, people think these calls are staged, they're fake. Um, some people think that I do like 100 calls until I get a two or three that we're going to play on the show. And I can assure you and reassure you and re-re-assure you and revy-revy assure you. These calls are not fake. They're not staged. There are no stooges or confederates involved in the making of these calls. Um, they are just random calls. I mean, honestly, I go on, um, on the web and just Google dental offices in whatever area I feel like calling and just call. I have my question in mind. Hit record, and we don't do much editing, and we certainly don't do cherry picking. What you hear, for example, the calls that I'm about to play on the show today, I had a question in mind. I did three calls right in a row. Boom, boom, boom. Those are the three you're going to hear. No edits, no cherry picking. I'm the only time I'll throw out a call, of course, is if I get a voicemail or something like that. And I'm waiting, 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 and waiting. Very patiently, I might add, for a dental practice to answer the call with an A-plus response and sadly, it just doesn't seem to be happening. Maybe one day, maybe one day. But no, these calls are not fake. They're not phony. They're not staged. Um, they're not edited unless there's a long hold. Then we'll edit or obviously we beep out the doctor's names. Um, we don't pick the best or the funniest or the goofiest. It's not. These are real, as real as real can be. So thanks for asking that. It will always continue to be that way. And I hope that one day, Enough practices will listen to the Dental Practice Fixers podcast so that you're going to hear three fabulous calls right in a row. Hasn't happened yet. Okay, third question that I'm going to talk about today. Again, it's kind of a conglomeration of questions, and it's going to lead to a much bigger topic. And that's what we're going to talk about before 
we go to the mystery shopper calls. I'm not so sure if they're mystery shopper calls or secret shopper calls, or maybe I should just call them dental office prank calls or phony phone calls. That might be more fun. Um, question that we get all the time is something like, can you recommend, and then fill in the blank, can you recommend an accountant? Can you recommend um, an SEO person, a web designer, an attorney, and so on and so on and so forth, a lease negotiator, or whatever it is? And the answer is yes, we can. But honestly, it's different for every practice. So if somebody asks to recommend an attorney, I'd want to know a little bit more. Why do they want an attorney? What's the situation they're facing? Um, you know, is it a practice merger, a transition, a contract for an associate? Are you being sued? You know, all kinds of things. So I'd want to know about all those things. And that's why I'm not going to make any blanket recommendations right now on the podcast. But I will make a big recommendation that I think will be helpful if you're looking for uh, people to help you guide you in the right path in your dental practice. And that is always use, always is a tough term, but I'm going to say always use what I call a specialized professional, a specialized professional. Let's take accounting, for example. Yes, your CPA might be fantastic. He or she might know all the tax codes and be great with, with doing creative accounting to help you save money and blah, 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 blah. But the fact is, Dentistry is different than every other profession. And so is plumbing. And so is owning a restaurant. And so is being a pediatrician. They're all different. They all have their nuances and they all have their different knowledge bases. So I'm going to say whenever you want to do something, and look, think of all the things I just mentioned, an accountant, an attorney, um, an SEO person, a web designer, so on and so forth, a lease negotiator, always use what I call a specialized professional. And that is somebody who works exclusively or maybe even almost exclusively with dentists. Let's take the example of an accountant again. Yes, your accountant may be great, but there are certain nuances and statistics and things to know about dental practice that if your accountant has 100 clients and three of them are dentists, well, they're going to know a little bit. If they have 100 clients and 99 of them are dentists, well, they're going to know all about what's going on in the dental world in your community. They're going to know what your overhead should be. They're going to be able to recommend things that are dental specific. They're going to know how much an associate should be paid. If your lab bill's too high, if you're paying too much for supplies, um, they're going to be able to help you or recommend someone for transitions, practice transitions, hiring of associates, all these things. A regular accountant does not know this. If you have a regular accountant that's, that's you know, working with, um, restaurants and toy stores and uh, I don't know, you know, mail order shops and whatever, are they really going to know how much an associate should be paid in a dental practice? They might be able to make a stab at it, but professionals should be specialized. Your accountant, your attorney, your SEO person. I've seen way too many people who I go on their website and it just sucks. I say, who made your website? Oh, yeah, my nephew. He's a real whiz with computers. No, 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 no. That's not good enough. There are companies that specialize in and only do dental websites. There are some websites out there that are beautiful. They look great. They're easy to maneuver, all those things. But you can tell they were done by somebody who doesn't know a, a lick about dentistry. And there's a huge difference. A website can look really good, maybe be impressive graphically and navigationally, but it doesn't have the right things for a dental website. You know, things like call to action and the staff bios, these are all really important, really nuanced. And I'm going to say that you always work with specialized professionals. And again, if you want a recommendation, hit me up. I'll be glad to give you one for your particular situation. And it doesn't have to be one of those things I just covered. It could be anything. You know, look, we do coaching at the Matto Center. We coach dental practices all over North America. And I'm thinking 
that if you want a dental coach to help grow your practice, you'll turn to us. I hope you will. And if you want to find out what it's like to work with us, the best way is to do a snapshot. And you can do that by going to matto.com slash snapshot. It's no charge. We'll take a deep dive into your data and let you know where we think your strengths are, your weaknesses, and let you know if we think we can help you. Maybe we won't be able to help you. And we'll be totally honest about it. But that's not my point here. Even though that is matto.com slash snapshot. M-A-D-O-W.com. My point here is there are great business coaches and consultants all across the country. I know personally a few of them. They are fantastic. But if you wanted help with your dental practice, would you go to a business consultant who works with all kinds of businesses? Or would you go to an actual dental consultant or dental coach? Or look at the Matter Center. It's owned by two actual dentists. I mean, we know more about this stuff than a generic business coach or even a dental consultant who's not a dentist would know. So just another example, I didn't mean to do a plug for Matter Center coaching there, although it certainly did work out kind of smoothly. Um, But the point is, if you wanted to get a consultant or coach for your business, you wouldn't go generic. You'd go to somebody who's who works with dentists. And it's the same thing in all these other matters. So again, if you want a recommendation or to chat about this, hit me up at um, info at matto.com or rich at matto.com. Again, it's I-N-F-O at M-A-D-O-W dot com. Speaking of recommendations, here's a recommendation I can give you It doesn't matter what your practice situation is. If you are accepting credit cards at your practice, you totally need to use Fat Merchant. We've been using them for a couple years at the Matto Center, and they have never let us down because every month they don't charge an overage percentage, just a low monthly fee. And that low monthly fee is a flat fee, and it's low, and it never changes. So it doesn't matter what people charge. Right now, you're paying a higher percent. You're paying a percentage on every charge that comes through. Now, of course... You have to pay the credit card companies. Fat Merchant can't really do anything about that. But that's the same no matter what processor you use. But their charge, their fee is flat and it's monthly and it's low. So I'm just going to recommend you get started right now. Go to matto.com slash save, M-A-D-O-W dot com slash S-A-V-E, S-A-V-E. And you'll find out in just a few seconds and a totally seamless procedure how you can save money every single darn month when you use Fat Merchant to process your credit cards. Okay, let's switch over here to Command Central. And we're going to do three, and they're all quick. I hate to say that's usually not a good sign. Three very quick mystery shopper, secret shopper, dental phony phone calls for you today. I was thinking of something I never asked before on these phony phone calls. And I thought, what if I called asking for some dental advice. Would the office be sharp enough to say, why don't you come on in? You'd think that would be a no-brainer. Somebody calls asking for advice. They've never been to your practice. Why wouldn't you say, why don't you come on in and have us take a look? Could it be much easier than that? Ah, we're about to find out. Or in our dental mystery, secret, phony, shopper, call, prank, calls of the day. So again, let's go over here to Command Central and I'll queue up call number one for today. Hi, a question for you. I've been having a little sensitivity on my teeth to cold things. Do you recommend anything for that? Um, well, you could just try a sensitive toothpaste, if it, you know, and see if that works for you. Most all the sensitive toothpaste will help with that. Um, are you a patient here? I'm, I'm not. I'm not a patient there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's what I would recommend. Try a sensitive toothpaste because it sounds like if it's happening to all your teeth, that, that should help you. Um, mm, but if great. not, you know, you can get in and let us take a look at it. 
Fantastic. Yeah, I'm going to uh, the, the grocery store today, so I'll pick some up. Thanks so much. All right. Sounds good. Uh-huh. Bye. Cool. Bye. Okay. Now, she did say if that doesn't work, if the sensitive toothpaste doesn't work, you can come in and have us take a look. But why? Why does she leave it ambiguous like that? She she First, she recommended a toothpaste, which I don't think you should recommend a product to anyone over the phone that you haven't examined. Just a bad practice, in my opinion. Then she she started taking the right step. She established that I was not a patient in the practice yet. I thought, wow, she's going to do the right thing and invite me in. But no, she gives me kind of a lukewarm, half-assed invitation that was so easy to turn out. She said, well, if that doesn't work for you, we can come in and take a look. No, 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 no. She should have invited me in right away. It could, you know, sensitive teeth is a common issue, but it, it could be caused by several different things. For example, in some of our patients, their gums are receding a little bit, and that exposes the root portion of the tooth. And that can be a really dangerous and uncomfortable situation. Best thing to do is come on in, we'll have the doctor take a look, and he or she can make a great recommendation for you. Why are you recommending clinical things over the phone? Jeez, if there was ever an opening to invite a new patient into your practice, this is the softball of slow pitch softball. She didn't grab it. Ah, disappointing. Maybe the second caller will do a slightly better job. Let's see what happens here. Hey, quick question for you. I've noticed my teeth have become a little bit sensitive to cold things. Is there something that you recommend for that? Uh, Sensodyne toothpaste. Sensodyne? Uh-huh, Sensodyne toothpaste. Fantastic. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye. You've got to be kidding me. That's it. I recommend Sensodyne toothpaste. You're welcome. Have a good day. Yikes. This person was screaming that they need a dental visit. Would you recommend anything, whether it's a sensitive toothpaste or anything else, to a patient without examining them? Absolutely not. Woo. This was bad. Okay, one more call. Do you think it could go from bad to worse or from bad to better? What's your prediction? I'm going to give you five seconds to think about it. Is it going to go from bad to better or bad to worse? All right, I know what you're thinking. Maybe this call will prove you wrong. Let's hit it up. Dental, this is Adonis. I'm going to help you. Hey, quick question for you. I'm having some cold sensitivity on my teeth, I noticed. Do you recommend anything for that? Um, I would not know um, as far as what to do about that. Have you tried maybe um, like some uh, topical, uh, uh, like numbing um, things like any type of Oragel or anything? No, I've seen that in the in the pharmacy though. Maybe I'll try that out. Yes, sir. That is typically what we would recommend hmm. um, for a, a situation of that nature. Yeah, okay. Got it. Well, I really appreciate your expert advice. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Okay, bye. Oh, man. Yes, it got worse. I love the phrase of situation of that nature. That's just, I mean, it sounds all all technical and professional. That's what we recommend for a situation of that nature. Of that nature. Oh, man. Not only is she not inviting the patient in, but she's giving bad advice. So this person calls with, with some sensitivity, and she's saying to go get Orgel and smush it all over your teeth. Oh, yeah, yeah. And please remember to get it all over your gums and your tongue as well. So that way, maybe you'll get a little uh, little inflammation and reaction and recession, and who knows what's going to happen. Whew. That was bad. That was really bad. That was actually, I think, much worse than recommending Sensodyne. Actually, I don't know. Maybe that's what you're recommending in your practice. Who am I to say? I'm just another dentist. Um, but geez, 
three for three. A total scream. Please invite me into your practice. Please give me an appointment. I want to be a new patient in your practice. I'm having an issue. Why wouldn't you invite me to come in and take a look? Oh, man. Oh, for three. That was horrendous. I think you all know by now how this call should go. Uh, you know, have, first of all, have a little chit-chat and say it's a common issue and it can be caused by a number of things. The best thing to do is let's come on in. We'll bring you. If you want to do a no-charge consult, please do so. Whatever it takes. This patient is having sensitivity and they're not a patient in your practice. Why wouldn't you want them? Am I being too darn sensitive here? I know sometimes we can all be sensitive, but not in this example. Get the patient in the door. Ah, before I scream, I'm not really screaming. I'm kind of laughing, but laughing at them, not with them. I'm sorry to say, but hopefully this was a good lesson for you. And you learned a little bit more about how to be an ace at the front desk of the dental practice. Thanks so much for listening. I gave a bunch of contact info today, so I'll just review it really quickly. Um, if you want to email us, Info at M-A-D-O-W. Boy, I couldn't even pronounce that. Info at M-A-D-O-W.com or Rich, that's to me personally, R-I-C-H at M-A-D-O-W.com. If you want to find out more about working with us as your coaches, consultants, whatever you want to call it, we've had an incredible success record at helping practices grow all across North America, and we do it in a way that makes your life easier. We want you to enjoy dentistry more. Just go to matto.com slash snapshot. M-A-D-O-W dot com slash snapshot. And why the heck wouldn't you want to save every single month with your credit card processing by paying just a low monthly fee and not an overage percentage? So go to matto.com slash save. That's a lot of matto.coming, and I hope you do it. I am Dr. Richard Matto. I'm co-founder, along with my brother, Dr. David Matto, of the Matto Center for Dental Practice Success. And I've been your host today on the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. Hope to see you soon. Thanks so much for being with us.